the FBI is going to find you now. Yeah, for Christ, we're here with we're here with Joe Allen, special guest, honorary guest. We've never had a guest before, so this is going to be great. Yes. Never had a guest. <laughs> <laughs> now we've had several. We, we never had a guest today. We've never you know had a guest like you. We, we've never had a guest like you. I mean, yeah, I think I'm the oldest guy from New Hampshire. How old are you? 31. 31. I mean, class-wise, I think it's all been your guys' classes. Wait, you were yeah. in Spencer's class, right? No. Or No, you were a year ahead of him. That's right, because we were never in the same community. I thought we were, James. No. Right? Uh, James is a year younger than Spence, eh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we were in mixed sections, yeah. Who was the guy? Like in ninth grade. You guys were in ninth grade, and Kevin had one of the... The Koreans. Koreans messing with me. <laughs> they would go in and ask for things. <laughs> like, speaking Korean, I'm just like, come on, dude. And then he's like, ugh, ugh. I was like, you need a knife? Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, that was so funny. We... A stabbing motion, like, yeah, I, I, like, I got so mad at Kevin that night. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Cunningham, no, Leahy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Kevin Leahy, he told all the Koreans, he was like, Go in, and whenever Job was middleman, he would say, like Go in and ask for something in Korean, but only ask in Korean and don't ask in English, and be very excited about it and get very upset. <laughs> what? what was that? You know Kevin Leahy's my cousin, right? No. Really? Holy shit. That's you guys didn't know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. No. That's crazy. But dude. I also didn't know Joe before tonight either, so. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, it was it was wild. We had a lot of uh Good times. We we broke sections a lot though. That's why I know Joe so well because we mix communities. Oh, we also had that stint in Korea. That's true. <laughs> what? Well, you had a stint in Korea. I can't even visit it. Yeah. <laughs> You've been kicked out of Korea? Oh. That's that's a whole lot of different stories. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So you, you you were in China and you came over to get your visa? Yeah. So I mean, or to I, renew you? I was teaching English over there for three years on a tourist visa. So I had to leave every 60 days. So I just pop over to South Korea. It was only a two-hour flight from Beijing. So Hell yeah. Well, the airport, but a couple times I made a weekend of it. Taught James once. Dude, that's really cool. I, I know another guy who taught english and china what's what's been your experience i love that i love just hanging out out there yeah foreigners not americans there's only one american i ever hung out with <laughs> a girl I liked, so. <laughs> oh wait he took a girl you liked no she introduced him because we were both from michigan oh. like, you guys will be friends i'm like yeah. <laughs> but no so i i had a blast they the English teaching part, whatever, it made me money and allowed me to do basically all the traveling I wanted. So I take like a month or two off each year just traveling. So we had a lot of what, fun. Where is your favorite place to travel to? Ooh. Looking back, I know you probably went to a handful, but like, where would you go back again in a heartbeat? Go back again. I probably need to go back and spend more time in Bali. Because I had like connecting flights through there to visit some cousins in Timor, which is like a tiny ass little island. Well, half of an island north of Australia. But uh, so I, I got to spend two days in Bali, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to spend a bunch more. Even cool. You yeah, uh, no. dating anybody right now? Nah. nah. Carefree. Figuring my shit out for the time being, as usual. That's cool. No, that's cool. Are you? Do you? Th are you still uh, in the religious vein, or in any way, or? Not really. Uh, 
I've even made the step of telling my mom I don't practice anymore. So wow. Oh but yeah, I, I should probably be careful about asking that just in case. Like it's almost like outing somebody. My parents found their way to this. Um, they wouldn't make it past the first episode. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good to not hear. A, not a lot of people probably could make it past the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> It is kind of funny that question because even though I'm not, like I'm still in a family of 12 people, one of whom's a priest, one of whom's a consecrated, my parents still like are within the Ragnarok of Christie. So I, it, I'm still very much like in it, but not really, not myself. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a culture too. And you know, you, you're like, if you're around it, you're around it. Yeah. No, and I've been happy since like going to Terry's ordination as a priest in Rome. That was a blast. How long ago was that? Um, twenty nineteen. Okay. Over two years, so. But like, I love the priest he's become, and like the way he sees things, aren't like the strict cultish ways we grew up with. (laughs) That's that's nice. Yeah. No. that inside leg in Malaysia. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so you, uh, you're a teacher now, currently? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what? What made you stop? <laughs> I wasn't in China anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place I was ever qualified to be a teacher because I simply white and spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what you now? Now that you're in the states, what are you up to? Um, so most of the time I've been back, so I've been back for almost six years now. Um, I was back in the hotel industry. So before I went to China, that's why I was kind of new. And then when I came back, I got a little more serious about it. Was working as a banquet manager, moved out here doing the same thing. And then COVID hit. So that was like dried up real fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like ah uh, yeah you don't have a job anymore so damn i was like whatever i was trying to get out of it anyway service industry is i don't want to be in that shit for my whole life yeah people are getting weirder and crazier shit and where are you at now what what state so i'm in colorado springs now cool cool it's gorgeous out there huh yeah about what was it November 2019, I decided I just wanted to be by the mountains again. Thank you. I love that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I see Pike speak every day. It's a oh, fun place out there. I've been there a few times. So, I think this weekend they're having the Pike Speak Hill Pack, actually. The big race every year up the, oh, the shoot. peak. There's something... I don't know, grand or majestic about being out in Colorado. Those mountains are nuts. They're they're different, but yeah, they're not in New Hampshire. That's for sure. New Hampshire had its like, (laughs) well, and you didn't get altitude sickness in New Hampshire, which is pretty cool. I haven't here yet. Oh, really? Smoking too much, but. uh... hell yeah that's <laughs> no, okay you're allowed to smoke um everywhere except texas love texas yeah sucks for you texans we're probably gonna have another power outage again or something this soon <laughs> okay we'll probably have another tornado yeah luna wanted to join the luna <laughs> Gorgeous dog. AKA Scoob. Scooby Does look like Scoob. That's like funny. Yeah. That's the second dog on Cox for Christ. <laughs> yeah, let's not mention her on this. <laughs> 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 That's good. Well, it's good that you're doing well. I mean, I think you're doing well. I mean, there's lots of room for improvement. 
there's 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 always room for improvement but we're, we're focusing on the positives here i think i got a pretty good plan moving forward i just gotta get a couple things done and then i can move forward hell yeah the trucking industry oh you're gonna be good at trucking yeah it looks like the easiest way to get good hours good pay great benefits while it's not really ever dealing with shitheads <laughs> outside of your own company so mm -hmm. makes sense dude and there's super high demand now too so that's what i hear from everybody in my industry is like oh, we need truckers i'm like oh well now i'll tell them uh joe is interested and see what's up yeah i was working in the lumber yard for the last like 10 months before i quit and uh yeah i was that was half of our issue was getting materials we couldn't get drivers no, or the companies can get delivery trucks to get to us. So that's crazy. It's the same thing here with uh, grocery stores. They're having issues getting their delivery trucks on time because there are no deliveries being made. Don't have enough drivers. Yeah, a lot of food food is backed up after being so slow the last year. Shit, I see it on the. I did fencing and stuff. So getting all that lumbering over here is a little slow. But. Yeah, so if I can get into that, I just got to get my Colorado license, which our DMV is backed up. So a bit of a pain. <laughs> Who was your um, – so you were in Kevin, Lake, uh, Kevin Cunningham's class though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a real yeah. – yeah, I remember y'all hanging out a lot. Were y'all pretty close? Um, I was one of those guys who was like oblivious to shit that was going on there in the moment. So I never like form. I, I live Universal Charity very well. <laughs> I've realized it's more of my personality than anything. But yeah, Kevin, I think was one of the closer ones because he started in seventh grade with me. I didn't know you started that early. young. Damn. And then the six months of novitiate I did, funny story, um, when he, the morning I was leaving, so like me and Fad Julio had talked, he told me like, he basically gave me the couple months plan of like getting my parents and ready for everything. And then I found out my brother was going, Brother Terrence was still in Cheshire at the time. He was going home the next weekend for a home visit. I was like, I'm just going to jump on the plane with him, father. <laughs> Within a week of like ever mentioning the father, I don't think I have a vocation. I was on a plane home. That's so quick. Small blessings, right? <laughs> but uh, the funny story there is that morning when I was leaving, so I was up early to get to the airport. Uh, Kevin was one of the guys on the kitchen crew, I think. So that's why he was so as I was like pulling out of getting ready in my uh, cubicle, getting everything together, he was in meditation over in his, like down, you know, down the long ass row. But uh, when, I, when I came out, there were a couple pieces of candy sitting on my desk. And then I looked down there and he like waves by, like, that's like pretty the only one that I actually got to say goodbye to because he was like, oh, this guy's leaving. <laughs> 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 He's on my desk for me. He he I remember Kevin Cunningham kicked our ass in PE. Were you there for any of his P lead PEs? Dude, their biggest mistake was making me in charge of the adoration schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I missed as many PEs as I could before they <laughs> that little game. <laughs> <laughs> that's savage, dude. That's awesome. Oh, I was savage. Those PE periods were absolutely savage. They like, were, dude and his brother in front of you and all you fat asses keep up <laughs> like screw you guys <laughs> it was brutal fucking brutal motherfuckers too. john klein he was the class ahead of me he had joined the year before me so we got some of his like and you know him just happy go lucky which i love him for it he's a genuine dude but <laughs> a little too excited yes by the road oh man i only did like three pe classes and then i dipped because i was like there's no way i'm staying here <laughs> <laughs> so 
much. <laughs> it just wasn't happening. But yeah, I, I could see how that would be something that you'd want to schedule around if you had the power to do it. Yeah, they put me in charge of the adorators. I was like, I know when I'm going every day. <laughs> <laughs> I take adoration over PE every day, still. As opposed to entire muscle mass being sore, easy. When did you know you didn't? You were like, I I don't have a vocation. Um, it was a weird process for me, honestly. Like I never was really there because I felt like I had a vocation. So like finally, it just kind of came to the point. I was like, why the hell am I here? I didn't have any plan for after. I I was just I was a pretty typical like. I had the Legion in my life very much before I was in the Legion, like Raymond Christie, all that. And then my parents, my mom came from a ultra Catholic family. And so I was just full blown ready to go in it, especially for me because um, my four older brothers went before me. So four of my older brothers were at the school before me. So when I came like seventh grade, I was like, hell yeah, I love going out to that place and play, hanging out with my brothers. Like I just coasted and then six months into a little bit of shit. It was, I forget how it all came up exactly, but finally Father Julio was like, yeah, I agree. This isn't for you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So wait, how many of your brothers are is still in the Legion? So only one, one, and he he's an actual priest now. Cool, cool. He ran the distance. Ran the distance, yeah. What are the other two up to? Um, so Jim, the oldest, he's got a couple kids, and he's a teacher down in Detroit. Um, my other brother, Rich, he is down in Texas, West Texas, actually. Um, He's a solid accountant. He makes real good money down there working for a milk company. And then John, who also went there, um, he had come back, was going to school, was trying to start his own business. But he, six years ago, he's the one that passed away. Yeah. Which is why I actually came home from China. So it's tough, man. Yeah, it was a tough time. It taught me a lot. Were you and him pretty close, like in age, too? the closest of course yeah yeah so i'm sorry yeah it sucked especially since i had been in china for like two years at that three years at that point like we just hadn't been around each other much outside of when i came home for christmas every year so it's kind of a bummer but life moves on yeah yeah more of a time i've got 10 more of them so (laughs) (laughs) yeah What was your um? What was your favorite class, if you had one, from Icus? New Hampshire. Mr. Waterbury's classes, his history in particular, when he wrote his own book. Yeah. I was down with that. Um, The uh, what was it? The I forget what the tapes are called every time, but the Hitler ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Rise of the Third Reich. <laughs> That's it. Dude, I absolutely love that. And then his like chemistry classes where he'd come around, take make forcing you to take a big whiff of these acids and that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, he's trying to get us high. Yeah, we knew there was an issue the one time when we all got sketched out because he started like running through each aisle, like, all right, quick sniff, quick sniff. We're like, quick sniff, what? Then, you know, <laughs> Side. He's like, so that was mustard gas. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. And I loved it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but more than the classes, I really just liked a lot of those teachers I did like. Yeah. Kind of quirky, but there's kind um, of, yeah. Except for Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates is so fucking suck at that one. <laughs> <laughs> He literally would argue. I don't know if you guys remember Anthony Allen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Anthony, I don't know if you knew, Anthony came for seventh and eighth grade, left ninth grade, came back for pre-candidacy. 
I'm 99% sure he came back because he realized, holy shit, I can be done with school in two years. <laughs> Literally, because this dude, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> this dude would argue the entire class with Mr. Bates about why his 96 should have been a 100. class. So granted, I didn't want to do the work, so it was a blessing that way. But listening to him and Mr. Bates go back and forth for an hour, Mr. Bates that's, is way too much. <laughs> that's psychotic almost. I mean, but that's, that's actually great because it's a win-win for him too. For for you know the student arguing the points. Yeah, you're not gonna lose points. He's just trying to get that perfect GPA. And like uh, school at seventeen and go on. <laughs> so when when we when uh, James told me you were coming on the podcast, I had two, I have only two memories, solid memories of you. Uh, one was you like very sweaty in the kitchen. Uh, you were red faced. You were just going hard on the dishes. And my other memory of you is uh, wailing a dodgeball at me and it just like fucking me up. That was amazing. Like those are. Snowballs. I mean, you had an arm on you. Yeah, that'll three older brothers will do it. Sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you now a little bit. Is that just me? No, it's a little in and out. Who's got the Disney play? <laughs> yeah, where, where is the music coming from? Why, my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, one of you is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that it was me. Your shit's a little loud. Your shit's a little loud. <laughs> 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 no, I, this should be a Patreon episode. <laughs> yes, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're going to call this episode Marriage. <laughs> yeah. Dishwashing <laughs> <laughs> remained on my responsibilities list through novitiate which is annoying that sucks dude did you try to put yourself in adoration during the dishwashing no that wouldn't have been possible in, in the defense, it was kind of fun we had this guy david crawford like this crazy ass dude from michigan as well and then i think joe lobato and we were like this crew in the mornings dude we would, if anybody laid out the non-slip mats, we literally picked them up when we got in there. <laughs> we were like the hell with it. We were back and forth. And oh, we man. Dude, I forgot about Lobato. That dude could fucking kick some ass in soccer. Yeah. And so could you. <laughs> Weren't you always like sweeper? Uh, I was good at defense. Yeah, I got had the long legs and the cannon. Yeah, yeah, he could launch that puppy. So, how do you do? You still um, get the feeling that you need to serve people. Like, do you ever get that feeling where you're like, "Oh, I need to clean the dishes. Oh, I need to do this," or like, you know? I've been living in my own houses for a while, so yes, (laughs) I do need to do the dishes. No, but I mean, that's not a terrible thing to me. Um, like I said, I was in the service industry for five, I think a total of seven years split up um, since I've been out. And it's because it just comes naturally to me. Not only because of New Hampshire, but because of my personality. Uh-huh. Well, kids, and I'm, I'm an easy person to try and please everybody anyway. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But it is changing. So, better about making sure I put myself first on occasion. <laughs> Makes sense, man. But yeah, no, it's I do like serving people. Me and my brother are actually hosting Thanksgiving out here this year for my family. Really? 
which I haven't figured out if I've completely screwed myself with this or <laughs> going to be able to enjoy it. So I believe in you. Oh, wait, but your family's huge, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not sure. about that. Potentially mo- most of them. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Are all the cousins coming out? Oh, cousins? Hell no. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, you need a catering hall for that. Yeah, no, that would be... I wouldn't even start to step up for them. <laughs> no, just my... <laughs> And then maybe cousins that live in Denver from my dad's side, but other than that, no. But we could have up to 20 people, depending on which of my siblings come. We'll see. Um, let's see. You Did you enjoy, I know you, we, we talked about the mountains a little bit. Did, did you have a, any particular hikes that you enjoyed the most that you would say like, oh man, I want to go back? Lafayette was always a good one. The sense of accomplishment on that one very high. Man the Mountain, that was always a nice view. The flume, not the flume. Uh, Basin? Basin. That was oh, yeah. Oh, it's towards the top of his pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the one that was directly across Lake Winnipesaukee, just because that one had such a huge. Did you ever um, get in trouble like with your superiors for things, or you were the good kid? Yeah. I was a sneaky little bastard. <laughs> Made it through. <laughs> so like when I could manage it, I would like sneak out of lines. I'd run to the kitchen, find a snack. Um, I'm mad. That's amazing. Asher was the gold mine with all the entomans they'd always get. <laughs> you could always find like a box of donuts or cinnamon rolls under my pillow. <laughs> 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 That's incredible. You no, know, being one of twelve kids, I learned to blend in whilst doing most of what I want. So, like that's how I got IP a lot. I would just hide, go do something, take a forty-minute-long shower. <laughs> Did anyone ever like come after you in team balance for anything? Man, I, I was just such a happy-go-lucky kid, like that didn't really have a clue until well after I left. <laughs> hey. Oh yeah, did you leave before or after the Maciel news? Just after. Like we, because he died sometime like January or something, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I left just after he died. That's what I was gonna say. You would have been just after he died. The news came out the next year. Yeah, I remember my mom said something, and then I never really talked, looked into it or anything. I was like, "Go figure." I didn't care for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you mean you didn't care for Nuestro Padre? Oh, Daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Step, Daddy. I'm still not into calling people Daddy, so. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so funny. We were I doing that say for so same. many years. Our daddy. Many years. And yeah, no, it's always been funny, though, like, especially, like, around Peter Martin and stuff, like, just outside people trying to explain to him where we were for high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, how do I say this without making me really bad, too? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just start right now, like whenever I have to explain that to someone, I start with, I was in a cult and, you know, work from there. Because you just start from there. People are intrigued right away. You see how open they are to it. (laughs) Holds their attention real well. Because it's true. And it's like, yeah, 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 pretty much everything checks the list. Yeah. Like my biggest regret, honestly, from there 
it's like that I had such an easy time. Like, because I've heard all that, so many other people's stories and what other people are doing. I'm just like, holy shit. Like, y'all had it rough. <laughs> yeah, dude. What was your, um, since you did have it so easy, I feel like a lot of people transitioned out because they had a hard time. So, I mean, yeah, you explained how, like, you didn't, you know, feel like it was your thing. Is that, it was, was there something that made you just be like, oh, I, I never really wanted to be a priest. I was just like, this is fun to hang out. And was that kind of what it was a little bit? It was more just a realization I never really wanted to be a priest through five and a half years. Like, there were definitely times where I was like, oh, yeah, let's throw myself wholeheartedly into this. But then I was just like, those last months, I was just like, why am I doing this? I hate PE. I hate how much we pray. I hate the classes we're taking. Like, <laughs> literally, it was so bad. Like, when I got the permission, oddly enough, you needed permission to go home. But when I got the permission to go home with my brother, um, for the next week, I, I did absolutely nothing. I was not going to be railed for not doing. <laughs> to the point that Father Tarsicio went to my brother was like, hey, brother, um, why does your brother not belong to the community anymore? <laughs> That's a good Tarsicio impression, by the way. <laughs> he just was like, because I'd just always be in the halls when it was empty. And that's Father Tarsicio's moment. <laughs> oh. That's when he shines. When he's out there. So. And then what was your transition like um, from religion after? Was it just like, oh, I, I don't really like prayer or the sacraments either or something? <laughs> yeah. No, again, it was just kind of that trend of I was never really just that into it. I was just there. So I went along with it whilst doing whatever I could get away with. Um, so like I went on the coworker course. So I left February 22nd, actually we went home, my grandma's birthday. <coughs> and then that summer I went on the coworker course. It's where I met Father Martin Connor uh, and some other guys. <laughs> and Father Gomez, I don't know if you guys remember Father Lorenzo Gomez. One of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even kind of told me beforehand like eh it's really not what you should be doing but if you want to go ahead <laughs> oh that's a quite a sales pitch what the hell i'm supposed to be doing so so i went and man i most mornings i might make it to breakfast <laughs> like, and then like father got pissed at me one day so i was like all right we can call this quits <laughs> just like i had no desire to get up now that I had my own bedroom like holy cow <laughs> like, it I get like, it. I mean, for, listen for me having my own bedroom was absolutely unheard of up to that point in my life because I lived in a family of 12 I didn't have my own bedroom growing up New Hampshire was sure not one bedroom and then even when I moved home I was just I mean I had my own bedroom then but I, I won't talk about my mother on here. So, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you were packed into a room with like three or four siblings. Uh, me and my two older brothers, John and Terry, always shared a room growing up. Okay. Because we were three boys in three years. Man. Good times. It's crazy. Yeah, that's where like New Hampshire didn't traumatize me in that sense at all because like I was used to living dorm room style. Like weekends when we would all ask mom and dad to camp out in the living room, like having to step over bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, okay. Yeah, there were there were some big families at ICUS. The yeah, so I think we're the next biggest one. The didn't the Matthews have like 16 kids? They might have, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Um and then my family with four. <laughs> Bad Christians. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think they had their fourth because of the Legion. Or because of a legionary. 
like convinced on that one other kid, but I could be wrong. Hey, Sounds about right. I just don't understand how you like make ends meet in a family that big. If like as I can't even comprehend that. Times too, like in. Any of us could have done that in the 90s, I think. <laughs> Costco. Yeah, we're really fucking hard. Costco didn't exist where we were from originally. That didn't happen until 98 when we moved south. To, closer to Detroit to go to Everest Academy. We got a lot of vocations at Everest, didn't we? Not really, actually. There's a couple over the years. I know there's one. Yeah, I don't even think Shaz had that many of them. Not from Everest. They always came down to visit, but. Father Gomez always brought groups, but. Father Gomez and Father Martin Connor always brought people in, but. Yeah, he was there for a while. But that's where I like Gomez. He never, like, was, like, trying to push people like that. And I, I think he had a gift for, like, seeing into people's hearts because he definitely did some good shit. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's super happy not leaving that from that school anymore. <laughs> he told someone that he would have left a long time ago if he realized what he could have been doing in the LA. <laughs> if you could give your former self any advice, what would you have told your former self uh, in the Legion? Like, Go through life consciously. Not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't wake up till I was about twenty. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, really, just uh, yeah, be do things more deliberately. I, I like even going to New Hampshire. It's not a regret in and of itself, but I've always also wondered, like, what could I have done if I didn't? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely would have played football, apparently, because that's what everybody asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Play football? Nope. Why the hell not? Like, eh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it I was in a cult, so that just <laughs> so didn't was- happen. <laughs> That's all you got to lead with. That's how you lead. That's how you lead in. Why didn't you do that? Well, you see this one time in a cult I was at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing lines up after that. I'm telling you, the first thing you say to someone when you want to start a conversation, you know, I was in a cult. <laughs> It seems very cultish. And I would know because I was in one. I was in one. <laughs> it's like that's your pickup line for a date. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to hear about this cult I was in? Hey, do you want to join? Do you want to join my cult? <laughs> James, definitely not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to either. <laughs> Thinking of leaving. Thinking of leaving. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm out of questions. Let's see how that one. <laughs> um, what was your favorite meal at I <laughs> Okay, hold on. You have to pick. Right, if I your favorite, your favorite, your favorite breakfast, either waffles, those wa- those those waffles that were heated up in the big cookie sheets, or the oatmeal. Um, can I just say the peanut butter? <laughs> that peanut butter was fucking good. Yeah, you can. The peanut butter was really good. Whatever that was served with that day. <laughs> Our butter, sugar, and peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, I think I think we just added sugar to it. Yeah. Sugar like, and honey. You take the sheet pan, I think add like two of the big like two or scoops. Three, four cups of butter. Yeah, and powdered sugar. Two massive scoops of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Go to town, mix it up. We go the energized bunnies. <laughs> Remember just pouring it onto waffles, just like covering waffles with it. Remember having to clear tables those days? Like, oh man! <laughs> like thankfully, the majority used some form of that. 
there's some guys who are just like, well, geez, dude, how is there not more on the table? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when Father Victor would cook chilaquilas? Uh, vaguely. I remember working him in the kitchen with him for a posada once. Oh, I forgot about posadas. Those were dope. You guys remember Mr. Germano's weekly meals? Yeah. <laughs> Just make like the Kool-Aid. Big, massive bucket of Kool-Aid. <laughs> we were literally <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid. Literally. <laughs> Dude, was it the same in you guys' years where you would just like, I would literally on those days make sure I went into, what's up, Leah? Um, I'd go into the middleman room or wherever the juice was, grab like the serving pitchers, not the table pitchers, like two of those big serving pitchers and like go hide it under my table before the meal. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I got to hear more shit like this that you did. That's You were a genius. I, I never thought outside the box like this. Oh, man. We, I had all sorts of schemes. <laughs> yeah, no, we would, try, we would try hoarding that Germano juice during the meal, but it never worked. <laughs> yep. That stuff was nasty. Not always. <laughs> no, I mean, it was good, but it was it was still like it. I mean, hindsight, nasty, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I drink it now. No. I don't even drink pop hardly anymore. <laughs> it's kind of wild to me thinking that, like, uh, basically what was happening in the Legion is, like, it would be the same as if I were to go to some minor and ask for, like, that has never cut hair before and ask for a haircut. Like, that's... Literally, there was like Father David Steffi in there, like getting a haircut from like just this like thirteen year old kid. <laughs> Child labor, whatever. Yeah. What can you do? I learned that at home before the Legion. So <laughs> <laughs> just another day. <laughs> oh, I know what I wanted to t- t- tell you guys. Oh. When uh, you guys were saying you couldn't remember what Doug was doing with the horses, I was on the bus. Okay. <laughs> he literally just had, like, he literally didn't tell anybody. Joe was like an hour out of the way to go feed his horses <laughs> at his house or his ranch somewhere. Like, it was the sketchiest place ever. <laughs> <laughs> brothers just I, I don't even remember which brother it was well it might have been kevin actually <laughs> it was just like couldn't do shit <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so yeah we took an extra two hours in the bus so that could go feed his horses <laughs> <laughs> that is bizarre <laughs> two never knew like boundaries yeah. yeah, that could never happen now. Like, I remember we were studying history of the Legion, I think, for, like, the school competition to try and beat everybody else. So we're doing it on the bus. And what was it? Like, oh, <laughs> it's always stuck with me. This one question always stuck with me because of Doug. And it was, when did Father Maciel's parents get married? And the answer was, like, 1910, and then it, like, gave a little bio about his parents right well like whoever whoever gave the answer gave it perfectly and then Doug's like well that can't be right it didn't ask who they were it only asked when they got married (laughs) (laughs) so he's just like how is that the right answer Yeah, no asking you, Doug. In hindsight, he's right. I mean, yeah, he, he had a point about the question, but it's also why the fuck do you care, dude? Like, <laughs> Just keep reading your erotic novel and chugging down that two liter. Three liter. The orange crush. Three liter of, of orange crush. Shaw's brand. Shaw's brand. <laughs> oh, Shastacola. <laughs> Dude, that was that was nasty. Every hike, every single weekend, without fail, that would be empty. 
It'll be full when we get there, empty when we leave. Oh, what a legend! Hours, but apparently, jerk off in the boys' buses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, no worries. I can do the sheets and stuff in my basket later. All right. I mean, I'll put them in right after the basement. I swear I'll take them out the driveway. Don't worry. Women. Welcome to the Patreon. <laughs> Marriage. Yeah. What is the Patreon, first of all? Because I keep hearing you reference it. Oh, it's just a joke. We don't have one. We don't have one. We're, we might get one eventually. Considering I don't even know what it is, the joke's lost. <laughs> oh, it's where you can subscribe and pay us money for extra content. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about that content? <laughs> <laughs> Only fans content. <laughs> Only cucks. Only. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what that's look out for our Patreon. It's dropping in a few months probably. <laughs> <laughs> more exclusive interviews, more keeping me muted the entire last podcast. Yeah, we muted Joe the entire last podcast. Hear what he has to say now. <laughs> On Patreon. I- He's gonna hear all of our questions. <laughs> yeah, just all of our questions and no, no answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, be like, "That's a good podcast." So this one time, beep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I could go back in time and and meet one person again from Icus who would like not like a student but like a, a worker or teacher, I think I would want to meet Chef Glenn. That's talk good. to him again. I didn't get to know him though because they never put me in the kitchen for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sneaks two pictures. <laughs> Can you imagine how they give me the keys to all the food? <laughs> That's what I thought too, but thirty thousand donuts for today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to all the ice cream? It melted. Hot summer. Well, when they gave me the keys to the kitchen, I thought I was going to be chugging milk in the walk-in. And to be fair, I only did that once or twice. But um... <laughs> I, I go chug milk when I can find the chocolate syrup. My chocolate milk. <laughs> I don't think they had chocolate syrup. Sometimes. Oh yeah, sometimes we did. They would do like nice Sundays for us on like our birthday Sundays. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. You get to sit with the fathers awkwardly. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's a real treat. Usually, my brothers got to come sit with me, so that was my joy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, if you had siblings, they would sit with you. Then the last two years, I was by myself. I was like, that is stupid. <laughs> it was always interesting eating with the fathers because you were eating with like really nice, like silverware and like plates and stuff. And like you're just oh. making direct eye contact with Father David while you're eating. And just... all the father's dishes. <laughs> yeah, they always got served first. You're like, man, this is, this is pretty nice over here. <laughs> I, uh, I skipped one of my birthdays at the father's table. I, j- I didn't tell anyone <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> and the next day, Father David was like, wait a minute, yesterday was your birthday, wasn't it? And I'm like, yep, didn't tell anyone. <laughs> so I missed it. <laughs> He's like, you have to sit at the father's table tonight. I'm like, okay, whatever. You're like, this, this mean I can't kiss <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you mean you didn't want to have the whole group sing in har- happy birthday in harmony to you? Exactly. Dude, that that gave me so much terror. I remember even when I left the Legion, whenever we sang Happy Birthday, I would throw in that alto or that tenor voice. Yeah. Yeah, you got to spice it up. Yeah, and toss it in there. <laughs> We're all just that bad. <laughs> People would look at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, why? And then you just say, like, you don't get it. Like, yeah, I'm so much better than you. I was in a cult. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, 
Interesting. <laughs> I narrow, old Why now? Wow. <laughs> you just got wowed. Um, there? Was it? I can't remember. Is my first or second year? Were you guys there when we made the CD? Those yeah. faces. <laughs> we made a CD. Yes, man. No. Were we trying to be like the consecrated? <laughs> Bunch of high pitched children's voices. <laughs> Savage. Now we know how they got some of those gets real high when they needed to, huh? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> helium. The the answer is helium. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh shit <laughs> but yeah no we actually made a cd out there it must have been my first year if you guys weren't there yet yeah when did you guys join 2005 okay so i joined in oh two so maybe it's my second year but yeah we made a cd man i don't know where to find it though Slapping. We're slapping. Was it was it like band pieces or was it songs? We did it all. If it needed music, well, some of them. The one I remember for sure was we did like some of the songs from the Miserable. Obviously, not certain ones. Yeah. <laughs> None of the gay ones. Yeah, there were some good songs on there. The band ones were definitely better. I like band a lot more than I like singing. Well, if anybody does know where to find these CDs, please send them to uh, to one of us. You, I don't even know what we called it anymore. You were a saxophone, right? Yes, sir. Oh you were, yeah. Did what? You sax one year? No, I was only French horn. You. It was you. Oh, no, no, it wasn't you. It's one of the Mexican kids. <laughs> one, one year we played El Toro Rojo Grande, like the big Red Bull for some reason. And whatever, it was a cool, upbeat song. But uh, Mr. What's it, Dr. Heald, he points at this big Mexican kid, one of the precancts, says, Haha, you know what I'm talking about. This motherfucker. Like, no, it's not me. It's him. Points to me because I'm still an apostolic in a red sweater. He's a Toro Rojo Grande. <laughs> like, you little fucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm... If I can find this Ica CD. I miss Dr. Heald. I know, right? Dr. Heald was bomb. Woman, cool if he had eternal life. <laughs> don't you know he does james <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you heard of our lord and savior well i mean you know please don't run from your lord and savior <laughs> if anyone deserves it it's that man yeah my favorite was when he'd come to church when like actually be at like one of the church events or something and like he wouldn't sing the words yeah, he would just go, oh. <laughs> like, everybody's like, looking like, who the hell is this dude? <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember that, Spencer? No. You don't remember Dr. Heald, like, coming to, like, he usually it was, like, mass or something, and he would, yeah, he would just do the vowels. He would just, like, be singing vowels. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Threw everybody off except the apostolics and candidates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just I remember him coming in with a, with pneumonia on Mother's Day, and he just performed like no one oh, was man. holding him back. He left it on the floor. Let's you could say. Were you guys ever part of the twenty for twenty, cleaning up and like? Basically, the event staff for the Mother's Days. Oh, man. Thank God, no. 
Yeah, it was 20. We call it 20 for 20. Oh, no, no. I I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pain. 20 of us, and our goal was to, like, flip the gym every time in 20 minutes. And we, like, laid it out who was doing what and how. And we Did Father smoked. Justin lead the charge? Who? Father Justin? I'm sure Father Frederick was doing it with us at first, but I'm sure for, uh, Father Justin took it over wholeheartedly. Yeah, there were so many unexplained reasons we had to be so fast to do things. Uh, That's part of the control, right? Unnecessarily yeah, so. fast to do things. Yeah. And I, do, any of you, <laughs> do any of you still play the instruments you played in band? I still want to get a saxophone. I just haven't had one in 12 years. <laughs> it's a fun instrument, huh? I love it. I love the saxophone sound. Anytime I find a good song with a good saxophone riff. Oof. That was my favorite reggae concert I ever went to was when they had a saxophone on stage. Badass. But I was a trumpeter and I have no interest in that. Maybe a lot. We were just loud. <laughs> I forgot Going you played trumpet. Living loud. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Will Jake play? I play trombone. Okay. I was a tromboner. <laughs> Literally, the four of us could start a band. We have like all the instruments you need: <laughs> French horn, trumpet, saxophone, trombone. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been saying this that we should like revisit some of these things and just like do it again. <laughs> just like have a for have our, a reunion for our Patreon. Yeah, we gotta find the CD and then. Yes. The- modern versions of all the songs just we're all blazed out of our minds <laughs> on april 20th we gather together <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we can get some guys back together though like that's the one thing i've heard in all these podcasts and i'll, I'll share the same sentiment is like the guys the guys are what taught me there the guys are what i miss from it just just the connections and friendships he had yeah right because i know you guys have touched on it before but like i said like the only goodbye i really got to say was kevin cunningham waving down the aisle at me and like that meant a ton and i didn't realize it until later like not getting to say goodbye and just like leaving all these dudes in the past was like what the hell did we able to stay in touch with a few um peter martin's probably the one i've stayed in touch with the most i actually just saw him last two weeks ago cool, cool. for breakfast as in the area he's got three kids now it's crazy yeah yeah it's crazy so funny so funny we had a we had a blast we had a blast Oh, man. i really haven't to be honest and to be fair i don't stay in touch with many people ever but <laughs> even my family in China barely heard from me. So. Understandable. But something yeah. I, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's okay. We, we know how it is. It's, it's pretty hard to keep in, in touch with everyone. Yeah, but like I haven't talked to most of the guys from my class in a long time. Like Bomb, Belby, Whirly, Cunningham, Lobato. Lobato I've checked in with every once in a while. But, but yeah, I think, we, I think everybody should just come up, come out here and go skiing with me. <laughs> I'm down, like dude. I have cousins that live in Denver too, so nice. we'll make a trip out of it. Go see you, see them. Be fun. That would be such a cool ex legionary reunion. Yeah, I mean, like skiing's not the cheapest way to get people back together, but. Yeah, but we you know, you fork got, in two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, though. You got to <laughs> for two days. Just got the epic pass. Yeah, they've got a nice one. I think it's like two hundred fifty dollars for four days of skiing at two specific resorts. Really? Yeah, that's cheap. Not really? bad at all. One of the one that they do it for it's either Keystone or Crested Butte. We we did that with my siblings one year, my first year out here. We went out to Crescent Butte for a week, and man, that's a beautiful place. 
Like you literally just like that road, that place has one way in during the winter. <laughs> the back way <was> closed. <coughs> so, and then Airbnbs, I mean, you do whatever, right? It'd be fun, man. Yeah, I think we, each of us spent close to $1,000 that week. We are all out here for a week. So, it's not bad. Not terrible, but not the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, this is this has been Cucks for Christ. Uh-huh.